Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weirdly Cosmic podcast for the Sagittarius full moon that will take place on June the 14th, 2022. I'm actually recording this on May the 31st, but I've already turned my wonderful calendar to June because most of you will be watching this in June. And before I start, I'm Louise Eddington, the Cosmic Owl of Cosmic Owl Astrology. I'm an astrologer and um, author of three books, uh, The Complete Guide to Tarot and Astrology, The Complete Guide to Astrology and Modern Astrology, all available at all major booksellers. And um, before I start, I would love to ask you to subscribe to my YouTube channel or subscribe wherever you um, listen to podcasts and give me a thumbs up or a review on iTunes or leave me a comment on YouTube and if you're watching on YouTube maybe hit the little bell to get notified when I upload new content. Um, Right June the 14th 2022 we have another full moon and it's a full moon of change But before we dive into that, I'm going to pull a card. I haven't pulled it already. And while I shuffle, I just want to say for those of you listening right away as I launch this, my um, Artist's Way Astrology Style uh, class starts tomorrow on June the 1st. And um, if you're listening to this afterwards, um, wait till I run it again. I've actually got over 120 people signed up for it. I hadn't even thought of running it when I recorded the last podcast, but um, I got this message from Spirit that it was needed. So it's only $33. I'll put the link in um, the show notes if you want to join us for 12 weeks of spiritual healing for creativity, for creating your life. So the card for the full moon is the Aeon. And I just love the Aeon. Here we go. Okay, it's card number 20, the Aeon. You can see this beautiful picture. For those of you that are just listening, I'm using the tarot and um, this is a beautiful, beautiful card. And I'm just getting the page up so I can read you all about it. So the Aeon is the principle of good judgment and discernment. And I'm going to read you the quote from Angelis Arian's amazing book with it. It's learned to look with an equal eye upon all beings, seeing the one self in all. Okay, and it's the principle of good judgment that's utilized in both personal and professional situations. Okay, and that really fits. So I'm going to show you the chart and then we're going to dive in and look at all the numbers. This is a very powerful um, full moon. Okay, First thing I want to mention before we dive into the chart of this full moon itself is that it's at 23 degrees Sagittarius, which is exactly the same degree as a total solar eclipse that occurred on December the 14th, 2020. So that was on December. This is six months later. Well, it's actually a year and six months later. 
but that year was 2020. So all the twos, this is a 2022. And this I'm saying is a full moon that is a culmination of things that began back on that eclipse, December the 14th, 2020. What, what truths have you learned since then? What, um, what truth, knowledge, understanding has shifted since that eclipse? Something's coming to a culmination here. Now let's look at the chart for the eclipse itself. And look at all this that I've put on here. There's so much that I've kind of highlighted. In the turquoise, we have the full moon, the 23 degrees, 25 minutes moon in Sagittarius, opposite the sun at 23 degrees Gemini. So um, first of all, here we have that at a 23, which is a five. And so it also makes this lovely uh, kind of trapeze pattern with the nodes, with quincunxes to the nodes. So there's something here that's saying to me, we're making a major adjustment in all things Sagittarius and Gemini, which are about truth, knowledge, wondering, learning, community, um, teaching, all that kind of stuff. That's very much Gemini Sagittarius. Now, interestingly, other things to note on this full moon chart, uh, moon chart is that Mercury is at uh, zero degrees Gemini, where the Sun Mercury Kazemi uh, was on May the 21st in the middle of Mercury's retrograde. So Mercury has gone retrograde, moved forward again and is back at his Kazemi point. And Mercury is the ruler of Gemini, where the sun is this in that sign. So that uh, seems very relevant to me, too. It feels like if I could give you a phrase on uh, for this full moon itself, it's coming home to roost. Things are coming back. Things that we've learned, we're, we're kind of seeing some big truth, truths ready to change. Now, looking at the turquoise highlighted um, planets again, we can see that Neptune in Pisces is square to the full moon. And Neptune is actually uh, stationing retrograde on June the 28th. So he's slowed down a lot here. We've also got Saturn in Aquarius at 25 degrees, and he has turned retrograde. He turned retrograde 10 days before this, June the 4th. And then sextile to Saturn, we have Eris at almost 25 degrees. So all of these planets in the turquoise are aspecting full moon, and it makes this wonderful bowl shape, okay? So we're kind of back to another bowl with a lot of concentration of energy, one side of the full moon. So it's a very subjective full moon. It's very hard to find objectivity with all of this. So that means that a lot of the change that come, that's coming is coming from within you. Okay. Now, other things I've highlighted are these planets with the darker orange at 15 and 16 degrees. We have Mars conjunct Chiron. So what's my part in the healing that we're moving forward to? And I'm going to talk about all of this together in a minute. We also have Uranus at 16 degrees saying bring some change and revolution. 
and we've got Juno conjunct Nessus. And Nessus is the buck stops here, okay? This is the end. Juno is our sacred marriage relationship to all that is. And Juno um, in the myth, in mythology represented women and children. We can see where that's perhaps going with the history of what's happened over this eclipse season with Uvalde and, and so on and so forth and women's rights. It feels like saying it's either, it could either be the book stops here that kind of the authorities are gonna win or with Saturn going retrograde, we are going to say no more fight against this. And it really, for you individually, it depends what happened over the last few weeks. Are you stepping up and fighting? You know, are you choosing to run for office? Are you choosing to um, speak out? Are you choosing to vote for people that will vote for real change? You, you get the idea, you know, and I'm sorry this is so US based, but um, there's been a lot. But this change, of course, in other countries too, like the UK with Partygate with Boris Johnson and so on and so forth. Other things I wanted to mention are that we have this lineup here. We have Venus about to be conjunct with Pallas Athena. They will be conjunct right after this full moon at 20 degrees with the North Node still at 22 degrees, the degree it was at through the eclipse season. The, the nodes tend to um, appear to be stay at the same degree, well, they do stay at the same degree for um, a great length of time through eclipses. So that's more twos, more feminine, the two, the divine feminine, lots of healing. And plus we have lots of twos and fives. Two is um, the divine feminine again, five, the number of change. And these are Chiron and Mars are meeting at six and we're in a six year and that's a very creative number as well. So this is a very powerful chart and a very powerful full moon. And those of you, I'm gonna take this off for a little bit now and just talk a little bit more. <laughs> So those of you that have been following me for a while know that I've kind of had a bit of an obsession with 23. 23 is the most human of numbers. It's the number of Eris. It's the number of discord. It's the number of chaos magic. And, and this is a mutable full moon. So it's quite chaotic anyway, and quite changeable. And, um, so, uh, and so it's 23.5, which is a number of change as well. But I say it's the most human of numbers because we have 23 digits, 10 fingers, 10 toes, two ears and a nose, 23 pairs of chromosomes. Um, blood takes 23 seconds to go around the body and the biorhythms are 23. The biorhythmic cycle is 23 days. So this is um, we are changing again. We've had a lot of 23s over the last couple of years that eclipse. Um, we had Pluto and Eris squaring each other at 22, 23 degrees some of the time. It is the number of Eris, as I said, the goddess Eris, the, num the goddess of discord, who actually cause discord amongst others by just, you know, throwing the apple in and, and saying, you know, 
your who's the most beautiful so that they would fight amongst themselves the gods and goddesses at the wedding of the gods and goddesses you can read the heiress myth online if you want to e-r-i-s but basically she didn't really do anything herself except just kind of point out their um facade their elitism their shallowness and this is what this 23 does. It reveals the um, kind of shallowness in, of our human society and points out where it needs to change. So to my mind, this full moon is one that is going to bring such, such change. But to talk about the 23 a little bit more, that 23 degrees. The 23 is a deeply intelligent, philosophical and spiritually minded number. Um, it's, um, it's really about hands on experience being the best teacher in life with 23. It's not about learning through knowledge. It's about learning through experience, which is a very Sagittarian kind of um, energy in itself. All right. So 23 is reduced to a five, but it's made up of the numbers two, excuse me, two and three. <laughs> and two is the divine feminine again as well. It relates to the moon in the tarot, but the two is the diplomat, um, the artist, the peacemaker, the gentle, kind, calming individual. Okay, and then three, three is optimism, joy, inspiration, creativity, but three also resonates with the energies of the ascended beings, I'm going to call them, I hate the term ascended masters, I can't, have, can't tell you, um, I know, know it means mastery, but it all smacks of the patriarchy to me, so anyway. <laughs> and three is actually the empress in the tarot so we have the moon and the empress in the two and the three and so that's very much the divine feminine coming up and then two plus three is five and five I'm a life path five so five is a prevailing number in art and nature five is the five-pointed star of venus fire represents um um, sorry, five represents fire and the stigmata. We had the five stigmata for the in the on the cross. Five also does represent the cross. Um, so five is multi-talented, many many interests. Um, it's it's related to personal freedom, individualism, non-attachment, and that is actually relates to the planet Jupiter and the Hierophant tarot card. And the Hierophant was one who uh, interpreted divine knowledge and divine scriptures. It didn't actually kind of uh, teach them. It wasn't a preacher. It was more the interpreter of divine knowledge. So combine all of this, combine this 23 with the energy of Sagittarius, which is the energy of wandering and wandering a with an a and an o and it's the teacher the guru okay we've also got jupiter by the way the ruler of this moon is at five aries so that's another five this is a number of extreme change but extreme learning and changing of minds and beliefs and perceptions okay 
And then Gemini, the sun in Gemini is in the sign of community and learning and understanding. And as I record this, we just had a Gemini new moon that was uh, that was quite a challenge actually as it was coming up with the Mercury station about changing our perspectives and our views. So this is a big shift. Square to Neptune, the moon square to Neptune in Pisces. Neptune, the modern ruler of Pisces, is about surrendering and letting go, okay? And then with Saturn and Eris, sextile to each other in that bucket pattern with Neptune at the midpoint with Saturn saying with Saturn just going retro having gone retrograde saying let's review these rules let's review these hard lines that people have put down and let's go back and see how we can change this and how we can move forward later with um, more um, determination and strength and there's Eris herself, of course, who I've just talked about in Aries, saying we are, at the, we are the only ones who can shake the table. We are the only ones that can really bring this change and shake things up. We cannot just sit back and not say anything. This is Eris is kind of if you see something, say something. She reveals the shallowness of the elites and, and society. And then this Mars, oh, this Mars Chiron conjunction. Uh, Mars still coming off that big conjunction uh, with Jupiter in Aries that happened just before I recorded this. Um, Mars, the ruler of Aries, keeping up, catching up with Chiron at the very middle degree of Aries, 15 degrees, which is a pivot degree. Once you reach the 15 degrees, the direction is going to change. And Mars is realizing that to, in order for us to heal, we have to be take our part in the healing. Aries is the I am. This is about action, initiation, pioneering. Let's take action. Then they're in semi-sextile to Uranus, the benevolent rebel at 16 Taurus, who is the modern ruler of Aquarius. And, and incidentally, Mars and Uranus are going to meet the North Node on August the 1st. So we're not far off that now. And this is inviting us to create such big change. You know, this is kind of unbelievable. And then we have Venus and Pallas Athena and a North Node at um, 19, 20 and 22 degrees. Venus is the ruler of Taurus. Incidentally, on this full moon, we have Mars in the sign he rules Aries. We have Saturn in the sign he's the traditional ruler of Aquarius. We have Venus in the, one of the signs of her rulership, Taurus, in a more earthly kind of incarnation. And then we have Mercury in the sign of the, his rulership or their rulership. Uh, Gemini. It's very unusual to have four personal planets all in their domicile, all in their home signs. But we have Venus there, which is our values, our relationships, our earthly values, our monetary values, and our connection with the earth values and the connection with each other. It's all that's tangible and we can touch. With Pallas Athena, the wise owl, the wise justice goddess, the strategist, 
and the North Node saying it's time to push for healing, to push for living by our true values. Because if you think about it, to get a little bit political for a minute, our representatives generally are no longer represent what the will of the people want. We vote these people in. And then, for example, 90% of people in the US <laughs> want back um, enhanced background checks on guns. This is not about taking away guns, but they want enhanced background checks. 90% of people surveyed want background checks. A handful, really, 50 people in the Senate will not pass it. It was passed in, um, in um, the House, but uh, 50 senators will not pass this one bill to enhance background checks. That's 50 people out of millions saying no, <laughs> the people do not, we will not represent you anymore. The Supreme Court, you know, most people want to leave legal and access to legal and safe abortion. Um, five judges on the Supreme Court are clearly saying no now. So we're being taken, we're kind of being oppressed or taken down by a small minority of people. And this chart um, suggests to me that we're going to find ways to fight back. I keep hearing the, um, the um, expression, this time it's going to be different after the dreadful Uvalde murders and, um, and those poor children in that school. But I I kind of feel it is going to be different this time. This chart says to me that we are wakening up to the truth of what's going on. Sagittarius is very much about truth. Here's Jupiter still at that five degrees, that number of change as well of uh, saying, you know, um, we have to be the ones to fight for what's true and to to fight for what we want and we have to each play our part. We've all got to step up more and more. Okay, sorry, my phone keeps buzzing. <laughs> That's not my phone, my watch. So is there much else I want to say about the chart? I'm gonna try and speed these up a little bit each month, but before I go on to the symbols and talk a little bit more about the chart, um, this, this chart says to me, like, we've had enough and it's time for us to change. Um, but um, I'm going to read the Chandra symbol and the Sabian symbol in a moment. But before I do, a reminder to subscribe, hit that little bell, um, leave me a comment, even share the video. Um, I love to get the comments and things. And um, I just wanted to mention a quick word from my sponsor. I have sponsors now on my show. So um, ephemeris, ephemeris make these wonderful pendants with a chart in the pendant, with your chart. And I always say it's like wearing a chart on my heart and they have never yet taken up that slogan, but it just sit uh, about where my heart is. An ephemeris um, actually kind of gave me this in, in response, in, you know, in return for me plugging it. It's actually, actually a lovely pendant. It's nice and weighty. And I've got my chart right on my heart with all my planets on there and in the signs and houses they're in. 
So check out the link below and uh, treat yourself to an ephemeris pendant because they're really, really nice. And I don't know if you still get them, but I think so. When you order an ephemeris pendant, you get some astrological reports with them too. So um, thank you to my sponsors, ephemeris. So I'm first going to read the um, Sabian symbol for this uh, lunation. And I remember them well from that eclipse. I would because that was on my birthday, but no. Anyway, the Sabian symbol is a bluebird perched on the gate of a cottage, the reward which meets every effort at integrating into a social environment for those who remain true to their own selves. The bluebird is a symbol of happiness, but also it refers to what one might call a spiritually oriented mind to which the colour blue relates, especially when a bird is mentioned. A cottage is normally a part of a community and the implication is that its inhabitants are well adapted either to the life of the community or to their more or less isolated togetherness. And there's also a hint that good fortune is going to bless your life with this symbol. Okay, Change is coming, I tell you. Then the... Um, Chandra symbol, one of my favorites. A statue of Isis is covered by a transparent veil. The one who lives inside is awash in colors, tones, and symbolic ritual displays of an extraordinary precise attunement to the heart and soul of wisdom. You are suspended in a long time ago. So much of your being is still back there. The evolution of the world since the ancient times is neither acknowledged nor accommodated in any way. It all depends upon whether this exquisite gift of soul remembrance is honoured or exploited. If it is exploited, which is so very tempting, the life empties out of meaning and value and becomes false and repulsive. If it is honoured, the expanded faculties on tap become revitalized and find a fresh relevance as the divine feminine reveals what we need to know and draws us to us our utmost capacity. It is with an unfallen grace of sensing directly into the deepest parts of people and all they can become in the ancient future just ahead. I take such heart from this, um, from all these symbols and from this chart. You know, it really feels to me like all that's been revealed since that new moon, um, un um, uh, destabilizing eclipse that happened December the 14th, 2020. And we kind of know what happened <laughs> after that, don't we? After the 2020 election and all that's been coming to, to light and to truth. It feels like the, the full moon, the, the brightness of the full moon of the 23 degree moon opposing the sun on June the 14th is really gonna shine a big old light on the truth of things. And we are gonna bring the change finally. Tell me what you think. How do you feel this is unfolding? Uh, you know, all of this chart says we've had enough and it's time to change to my mind. 
but that the change starts with each of us. Leave me a comment, tell me what you think. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to check out the ephemeris pendant. And if you're listening to this on May the 31st or early on June the 1st, sign up for my astrology, um, the Artist Way Astrology class. It's um, gonna be um, amazing. So until next time, I will see you in spaces, my friend Gemini Brett. Much love to you all.